Welcome to Two Girls, One Gay, a podcast that explores everyday conversations about life through the eyes of two girls and one gay, hosted by Shanice, Nidia, and Marco. In today's episode, we discuss all things friendships, including the good and the ugly. Take a listen to find out what had Shanice saying this. She fucked Chris Brown at Molly's party, and I was like, oh! And what made Nidia say, So could you be friends with someone that maybe you've been friends with forever, but cut that friendship because of just different belief systems? Episode one starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Two Girls, One Gay podcast. Yeah! So I am one of the co-hosts. My name is Shanice. My name is Marco. And my name is Nydia. <laughs> Can you guys guess who the gay is? <laughs> Go ahead and comment it on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> who you think the gay is. <laughs> so we decided to start this podcast kind of randomly. I think we just had like a series of really good conversations and we decided I think the world should hear these conversations. Yes. And I think you guys would gain something from it, at least entertainment, if not um, education. So here we are. Hi. Yes. So, <laughs> so who wants to start with like a fun fact or something nobody About else ourselves? Knows? Yeah, let's do like an icebreaker. Ooh, okay. To our audience. Oh, like a little personality trait of us that can be like, oh, he's one, or he or she is one of those people. Yeah, there you go. Or like a strength. Um, what do you think one of your strengths are? This is the gay. This is the <laughs> One of my strengths is being a homosexual. No. <laughs> no, I, I want to say like something funny that I do. Um, that I feel like... I feel like I'm a very um, caring person. And I'll send my friends like text messages of like a song that they should listen to. And they won't listen to it. And they'll just ignore it. I've never got... <laughs> Not individually though. They just sent back like love it, but I know they didn't hear it. <laughs> I've never gotten that. Yeah, my response would be different. <laughs> yeah. What's, I haven't either. What's your greatest weakness? This is a job interview. What's your Ooh. greatest weakness? Ooh. Can you come back to me with that? Yes. <laughs> yes. I would say my biggest strength is that ooh, I don't know. Mm. I would say I'm a very empathetic person and I would oh say like God. I feel people's emotions with them. And I would say my biggest weakness is that I can't say no to people, which Aww. is Really? Yeah, I would say I have a hard time saying no. You say no to me all the time. I know. She's lying. You say no to us all the no, time. No, every time you guys want to hang out, mm. I'm always like, what time? No, we know. When we want to order food, you'll be like, mm, no. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> okay, maybe that's But not I get me. it. I guess. Maybe that's not me. Maybe that's Maybe not with me. the people that you really love, you're not like that. Yeah. Well, you don't love us. Not with things like, <laughs> oh, what do you want to eat? But with like bigger things like, oh, can you let me borrow money? Can you pick me up? Can you do this? Can you do that? I don't say no. Don't ask me to it's borrow money. It's a weakness. Money. Yeah. So <laughs> don't put me in a position where I have to say no. That's true. Okay. My biggest strength. Mm, I have too many, but if I have to list one, I think I'd say I'm very courageous you are you are i feel like i definitely wasn't like that growing up and i think i've definitely come out of my shell yes um in the past probably 10 
years. Yeah, let's say for that. sure. Um, and I think I'm just kind of unstoppable now, so that's me. Let's, <laughs> let's see if we can stop her. I want to stop her. Oh, we should say how um, we met. So oh, Shanice yeah. and Nydia have known each other for many longer, years. Many years. Seventeen years. Seventeen and yeah. growing. Go ahead Since and fourth tell grade. Your story. Yeah. Yeah. So we met in elementary school. And, like, all great friendships start, we were not friends. It took us, like, what, maybe a year? Yeah, we Well, it's not just that we weren't friends. It's that we did not like each other. Yeah, literally. We wanted each other dead. (laughs) (laughs) Literally the first person I remember hating. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, you were... I think I've hated people before you, but... (laughs) Oh, wait, I lied. I hated Miss Horace. Oh, yeah. Who was also a whore. Did you say Miss Flores? Whore. Oh, I was like, I had a teacher named Miss Flores, too, and I hated her. Mm. It was probably her cousin. Probably. Sister. The the, the tethers. (laughs) Say their names. Well, fortunately, they're probably passed away. Yeah, they've they've crossed over, but... Mm. (laughs) This took a dark turn. (laughs) But, yeah, and then we started being friends in... Was it fifth grade? Like, at Mm -hmm. the end of fifth grade? And we've been best friends ever since. Mm. And then comes me. Yeah. How did you and Nidia meet? Actually, met, I don't even know this story. Yeah, I think we've told you, but we've met. Oh, I, I remember. We met in college. We mm-hmm. took our marketing. At what school? Well, <laughs> Fresno, oh, we met at Fresno State University. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go Bulldogs. Class of 2016. We met there. We're both marketing majors, and I joined this club called AMA, American Marketing Association. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we're taking another marketing class called marketing what was it oh dr rice's um, well prior dr. bell now prior to that we took other marketing classes but we never talked in those classes it yeah. wasn't until we took dr rice's class was when we started talking because we sat on the same row in the yeah. back and then we were doing group projects and around the time beyonce released her lemonade album so we had to do like a project about like a product mm-hmm. um so we both did a project together on the album and from there which on, we got a b which we got a b we should have got an which a. that was so uncalled for because we did fantastic yeah we did a really good job and from then on um we just started hanging out more and then <laughs> from meeting nydia came to me meeting shanice because they had invited me well i don't even think you guys invited me i think i just showed up <laughs> to your guys's like no you, you were there with dinner. other people it was at mad duck yeah you were there yeah, with it was like a group people. thing yeah yeah but i and then you just sat at the table and i feel like, like you guys were having dinner together though like mm-hmm. i was there with like a group of friends and you guys yeah, were like we were there together yeah and i was like i'm just gonna go like with you <laughs> and you were having I dinner like with Shanice. and then <laughs> you guys I, seem I more like, fun yeah and like, i obviously had seen pictures of you and i was like mm-hmm. oh she looks so cool so I like, <laughs> Can you tell the story of what he said when he first met you? Please just hide the name. This was literally... I don't even remember the name, but this is literally the first conversation we had. You were like, oh, I've seen pictures of you on Nydia's Instagram. You remind me so much of my friend, Blank. And I was like, oh, okay. And you're like, yeah, she fucked Chris Brown at Molly's party. And I was like, oh, okay. See, I guess that could be to know. a strength and a weakness of mine. A strength is that I'm very honest, honest and uh, outspoken. You know, don't really we love that too about, much about you. what I'm going to say. But then it could be a weakness because it could come off 
a little offensive sometimes, you know, but... No. It'll never change, all, all no. But it makes you very personable. It's very too. innocent, too. It's not like you have bad intentions. You yeah, know. and you wouldn't approach, like, an older person <laughs> yeah. like that, you know? You know Chris Bay? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't approach, like, an auntie like that. No, <laughs> It's because I knew we were going to have a good bond. Yeah, so you knew from the get-go. Yeah. Start of something beautiful. Yeah. And look at it. Here we are. We have our own podcast. Almost Five years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, five years yeah. later. And they say it takes seven years for a friendship to be like forever. Forever? Oh, we're oh, almost there. Like, two more years. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Don't fight. Don't fight, girls. I just realized a common theme in like all our friendships is Beyonce. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. Because you guys had like a project. And together. then we went to the concert that summer. Yeah, we went to Beyonce concert. Yeah, the year that yeah. we graduated. And then at my wedding, my first dance was to Beyonce. You guys were there. Yeah. So thank you, Beyonce. <laughs> Strengthening friendships. This Honestly. podcast is sponsored by yeah. Ivy Park. Our first, our first sponsorship. <laughs> We wanted to take a quick break to remind you guys to please make sure to follow our Instagram account to stay up to date with all things Two Girls One Gay. That's Instagram.com slash Two Girls One Gay Podcast. T W O G I R L S O N E G A Y Podcast. And you'll also be able to find your host Instagram handles in the bio as well. We hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Now back over to your hosts. So since you mentioned making it to seven years. Has there ever been any friendships that you thought, oh, I'm going to make it to infinity with them? And then the friendship just, like, dies out. Obviously, you don't have to say names, Mm -hmm. but... I'll I'll expose them. Say their names. (laughs) Say the names. Say the names. Say the names. Um, I will say not meaningful ones. It was kind of, like, friendships that could have gone there, but they never got to that point. So, I guess, No. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the friendships that I have are very, I mean, you guys, yeah. obviously, but they're very valuable. And I feel like I'm also kind of picky as who I like get close to. Like, I can have friendships and, you know, hang out with people, but there's a difference between that and someone who, like, I confide in and be, you know, someone who's like your, your rock, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. That's definitely very small. But, yeah, I don't think I've, I've had any friendships that I was like, oh, dang, we didn't make it to that seven year. I think I have, and too. they're not here, so. I think I've had, like, a couple of those, like, instances. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, not only just with, like, oh, friends. Mm-hmm. It's also been with, like, family. Ooh. Where you, like, think, oh, like, this is a relative of mine. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to have my back until the end. And then it doesn't really, like, turn out to be that way. But you're kind of like, okay, it's kind of like, okay, that that relationship kind of mm-hmm. died out. Like, I've had that happen yeah. to me. No, I guess Obviously, you. won't say their name. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, but... We'll bleep them out. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I've had that happen. For, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's not meant mm-hmm. to be. And it is okay, because cool. sometimes, you know, those relationships they do like end for a reason Mm -hmm. and if they are strong relationships that'll probably come back yeah maybe you do need kind of like that time apart and then if they do come back it's meant to work obviously um i have another question but i want to wait for shanice to to say it but just remind me (laughs) i would say for me like you said, it wasn't ever, like, a meaningful friendship. Mm-hmm. It was always people that I knew were, like, temporary mm-hmm. in my life. Temp. 
temp. Yeah, pretty much the temp You're contract. Friends. <laughs> yeah, contract is up. But yeah, I would say no one that has been like a really, really close friend. Like you said, I'm really selective with the people that I choose to be like in my inner circle mm-hmm. or people that I choose to be close with. So it's never been anything that was like, life shattering yeah. i would say the mm-hmm. biggest is when we stop being friends yeah we- <laughs> wow tea the tea but tell we're us, honest tell us the tea what happened yeah <laughs> <laughs> who slept with whose boyfriend <laughs> no. nothing like that no, we still being friends for maybe like a summer. a summer i remember when it happened mm-hmm. too it was actually pretty dramatic i think like we both like heartbroken i think we both like (laughs) i think we both like verbalized like the friendship is over and it happened over like a series of just like ridiculous events like it was just us not communicating with each Mm -hmm. other and i feel like on my end it felt like it became like a competition for certain things you know like oh i'm gonna do this first or i'm gonna do that and then it was maybe on my end it felt like a competition Mm -hmm. but i know looking back you're not that type of person yeah but i would say maybe that but we reconnected a couple months later i don't even really remember how can i say why i think it was yeah which is funny that you say that because i i didn't even know that i think for me it was like you had certain friendships and i had certain friendships because we didn't go to the same high school so the fact that we maintained friends yeah. We didn't even go to middle school together. No. Like, literally, we only went to school together, like, like one elementary. year. Yeah, one year, yeah. technically. And we've always, like, remained friends since then. And for a lot of people, they wouldn't last being friends yeah. that long. Yeah. So I think the fact that this happened is, I want to say almost, like, normal or that it's okay that it happened because we went through our whole lives always, like, just being best friends, kind of always just us, yeah. us, us. And then obviously when we got to a certain point, which I felt like it was like in high school, like I don't yeah. know, it was like yeah. junior, like junior year. junior year or something like that, or going into junior year. Yeah. And it was like I started hanging out with like my friends at my high school. Mm-hmm. You started hanging out with your friends in your high school. So it felt like, oh, at least what I like my perspective was like, oh, she doesn't have time for me. And you know, oh. well, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. have time for her. So I, yeah. I think it was like like you said, very petty. Yeah. And yeah, so it's just kind of interesting. But obviously we got over it. Yeah. Then, yeah, we moved past it. <laughs> and but it's that's like a great example of like what I was saying how like you know sometimes you do need the little like break and if it and if the friendship is able to bounce back that's a great example Mm -hmm. of what it is to be like a friend because friendships are like relationships in a way where like you know you might have a moment where you break break. up or you need a break (laughs) to go and learn stuff about yourself you need to see other people and it's funny because it's not even like the friendship ended because like you were doing drugs yeah i was like super into school like we both had our own friend groups but we would do like the exact same thing yeah with our friends so it's weird that like we couldn't all i think it was more that that it was like we couldn't mesh our friendships because we felt like it had to be us or like no one else yeah which is like at that age you know, sometimes you think like that because you're a teenager and you're yeah. like, well, you know, you're yeah, so kind of like selective of like who you should yeah. spend your time and who hangs out. But anyways. But speaking of like <clears throat> meshing friendships, that is like hard though. It is hard. I feel like obviously like when I hang out with like you guys, I want to just like focus on you guys. Mm-hmm. And then I have like my other friends that I'll hang out with. But like I've never like really <laughs> meshed everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I think you've you've met like like at big parties like right. when i had like my ugly christmas sweater party like that's when like <laughs> where i lost yeah i lost because it was not as good as you thought it, it wasn't was. as oh, ugly God. <laughs> it wasn't as ugly as it in should the have comments, been in the comments if you know about this there. story please comment. 
We're about to fight. No, okay. um, We're about to end our friendship. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like it's it's hard bringing like all your friends together because mm-hmm. you don't know if they're gonna like get along with each other. It's more even as adults. Not, the dynamics yeah. might be different. More times than not, they don't get along. Yeah. That's so true. And I feel like all the friendships that I've had, it's been like very individualized. Like I'm friends with this person and this person and this person, mm-hmm. but we're not all friends together. Like my friend group has never been. <laughs> That's why honestly, integrated. like I feel very special to have a friendship with you because yeah. I know Aww. how you are. Like mm-hmm. I know that you don't let just anybody come into your life she's selective and then, yeah so like you know when i get invited to like obviously i just got went to your um graduation party like you know and your wedding like yeah. i feel special because all like out of, all, out of all of nidia's like friends i'm like the only one that's there no no shades <laughs> but i'm the only one that's like there so it's like oh i do feel like Aww. like a little special a connection yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well kind of back to that i feel like i'm the total opposite when it comes to and i think maybe this is a little bit of of my fault too and i kind of like now that i think about it like maybe it is my fault that like i try to mesh like our friendships in high school when they weren't meshable because i've even tried to do this throughout like my whole life and you Mm -hmm. guys know this like i always for me it's always kind of like you know let's hang out let's Mm -hmm. make it like you want to include everybody yeah Yeah. i think that's my biggest thing like i always want to include everyone i think i've gotten better at this as i've gotten older and knowing like okay First of all, not everyone has to be included. I just feel like I'm the kind of person that's like, you know, I don't want anyone to feel left out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like my biggest thing. And so like I always try to mesh my groups. And I think I've done this more so like, you know, after college. Obviously, like that's how you guys met. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. you know, also other friendships. And you guys always make the joke. Like Marco always makes the joke that I always bring the strays. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. But, but I do say my- that. Name the strays. No, I always tell Nidia, I'm like, because she, which is totally fine. You know, she likes to invite like other friends and mm-hmm. she'll like ask us like, oh, can I bring so-and-so? Yeah, I always ask. Yeah, she always yeah. asks. She never does just show up with like a random person. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that would be like kind of like, yeah. Hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and we need to talk. <laughs> yeah. And you know how to read the room too. You know, if, yeah. it's, if it's an appropriate occasion. Like, yeah. obviously, for a wedding, you wouldn't be like, yeah. oh, is it okay if my friend comes? Yeah. yeah. Which I kind of did that to your wedding, remember? <laughs> oh, well, that, with Juan. But yeah. Right. But that's different, though. That's different. Yeah. yeah. Literally just traveling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to leave like, him at home? Yeah, you're like, going to leave him at home doing nothing. Your brother. What's <laughs> <laughs> your brother? But I guess, like, kind of going back to that, I. I feel there's two things to come out of this meshing groups. Like I feel kind of honored because I feel that a lot of new friendships have formed Mm -hmm. with me in the middle of it. You're you're literally the glue that holds our friends together. (laughs) Cause I've honestly, I've said this before that if it wasn't for like you, just say the name. Our college, <laughs> our college friends probably would not like hang out because the only time that we would hang out is when you would come home. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, Nidia's home. Like we yeah. all have to get together. Yeah. So then you know, like even before that, even you and I, because when yeah. she's gone, we don't hang out. But I we're know. gonna change that. We're gonna change it's that. gonna change. But, because me. we have to hold the podcast down. <laughs> honestly, I know, right? She's out. But it one honestly, girl, one gay. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have a special co-host. Any girls out there? Available to do a podcast to co-host for a couple weeks. Let us know. Right. We need a girl. <laughs> but it works with us three. Like, we're literally, like, yeah. a trio. So it's almost like, you know, like, if Nidia's not there, like, I don't know. It's like it's a piece of us is missing. Yeah. Like, I think we'll be fine if it's just, like, us <laughs> no, you two. Won't. But no, it's you like, won't. we want 
like Nydia there, you know? Yeah. Oh, I get that. But, it's yeah, I get it. Yeah. And then the last point was just that I feel that I've also learned, like I've gotten the hints when it's like, okay, that's not a measurable group of mm-hmm. people. So yeah. then it's also like, okay, I'm not going to force it because yeah. I never want to do that. So yeah. that was just saying, I think as I've gotten older, I've learned like, okay, it's okay to keep separate. Yeah. Like it's no big deal. Yeah. And whoever and, gets offended gets offended. Who doesn't, doesn't. Yeah. Like that's just life. And you know, like obviously like in today's, generation with like cell phones and stuff like yeah like we may not see each other all the time like mm-hmm. when when Nadia's not here but we still literally like text every, every day, day literally sending yeah. each other like obviously now with tiktok sending each other like tiktoks and just like stupid just shit like messaging. if you guys were to look shit at our that group happened. chat it's literally like our edited selfies <laughs> it's so stupid and it's hilarious but like there's, there's never like a day where i don't go without like talking that's so true like literally every day and if like for example if like nydia doesn't reply i know it's because like oh she's probably like really busy that's how i know Mm -hmm. nydia's busy is when she's not responding to like group messages for a day even with the group message we have with like luca and fernando Uh if you're not responding it's because like somebody's busy yeah yeah that's so true and that's important too for friendships (laughs) to know how to maintain it too because not everybody is able to say they have a friendship and not see that person for an extended period of time yes. sometimes it falls apart so i think it takes a strong group of friends to be able to like keep the group integrated without physically seeing each other mm-hmm. or talking to each other every single day yeah. like that's what i was going to ask when i said early like remind me that was exactly you read my mind because I wanted to ask how you guys felt because I think I seen on Twitter, I don't know where, where it was like, you don't have to talk to someone every day yeah. to maintain that friendship. And if you someone gets offended because someone's not responding to you, it's like, is that a friend? So I think there's that debate. And I think I agree, especially as we get older, sometimes we get busy. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we can't communicate every day. I know like we do, but you know, do you guys think it's feasible to have a friendship where you don't, you can pick up where you left off? I that's do. Okay. I do, because that's exactly how it is with, like, my fireball friends. Mm-hmm. For example, like, my friend Amelia, the one that lives mm-hmm. in L.A., like, I can literally go days without talking to mm-hmm. her. And then the moment we, like, see each other, it's, like, nothing days, changed. nothing changed. Mm-hmm. And I have another friend, too, Stephanie. She's, mm-hmm. like, another friend from high school. Where I can, I literally went, like, a year without talking to mm-hmm. her. And, like, one day when I was visiting back home, I messaged her and I was like, you know, like, I want to see you because I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah. And we went cruising because that's what you do in Fireball. You <laughs> drive around town listening to music and shit. So we did that and it was literally like nothing had changed. And I think to me, like, those are the friendships that you like cherish where mm-hmm. you can literally pick up where you left off. That's so yeah. true. And I totally beautiful. agree. And I think it takes two mature people right or Mm -hmm. however many mature people in the group to have that sort of friendship because it's true you don't owe someone a hundred percent of their time and devotion and if you get offended i think you have some issues you have to deal with what about like do you guys have um close friendships with like people you went to like high school grew up with Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I because I do like you know obviously mm-hmm. like, you guys have met a couple of them but yeah. like obviously like I'm still really close with Alexandra with Belinda mm-hmm. with Helen like those are like my friends from high school who now like live in Fresno also yeah and you know if I'm not with you guys like, like I'm with them and 
yeah, like, I've been mm-hmm. friends with them for, like, years. Mm-hmm. And those are, like, the people that I'm, like, yeah, like, if I ever stop being friends with them, it'd be, like, weird. Like, Heart there has brain. to be, like, a reason yeah. why yeah. I'm not, like, somebody has to have done something shady. So, yeah, Slept bitches. Yeah, bitches, but not this shit. <laughs> And if it hasn't happened up until this point, it probably won't. Yeah, no, I think you're true. good. I think those are your friends for yeah. life. Plus, you've been friends over well over seven years. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah, over, you, literally. You since we're sealed life. for life. Yeah, since sealed. I was still in the closet. Since Dom- I was straight. Dom- Domestic partnerships. And <laughs> <laughs> your California law. Yeah. I know you guys are actually legally married. I love so that for us. Good for you guys. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> let me take them to um, court. So let's talk about a little bit of like the toxic side of friendship. I guess where I'm going with this is, can you be friends with someone who you no longer share the same beliefs? Because especially like you're saying, someone that you're friends with since high school, there's a lot of growing up that you do like as a person individually. And I think more so in the past three years, we've seen people's true colors. So Mm -hmm. could you be friends with someone that maybe you've been friends with forever, but cut that friendship because of just different belief systems no i would say no if they're doing it like in a rude and disrespectful way because Mm -hmm. you know everybody can have different beliefs that's fine but in my opinion like if you're being inconsiderate of like what another community Mm -hmm. um needs because of your beliefs can be like obviously like racist homophobic Mm -hmm. um sexist like transphobic transphobic if it's anything like that Mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't be friends with somebody like that, you know? And then it makes you question, how are you friends with me if you have beliefs that go against maybe rights or opportunities that I should have? It makes you question, like, then what am I doing here? Mm -hmm. And I think so also it makes you wonder, like, how long have you thought like this? Yeah. Yeah. And And why did it take this for it to come out? Like, Mm -hmm. you obviously felt like it was a safe space for and, you to come out and say these things i wonder what saw, the yeah what the factor like so have was. you been looking at me or my friend or someone around me this way yeah. this whole time it's just very questionable yeah yeah and we saw that a lot like did recently with like all like the presidential election and stuff mm-hmm. like that you know like when Trump was president, you know, people really showed their true colors. Yeah they did. And you, I feel like I lost I have yeah. To yeah. That's what I wanted to ask Have you lost? I know you have. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, I would say for me, and we kind of talked about this um, a little bit the last time we were all together, but I feel like when you grow up biracial, especially if you're half black, half something mm-hmm. else, you're kind of like a neutral person because mm-hmm. you're mixed, so you're not full black, so mm-hmm. you don't fully live up to my stereotype or mm-hmm. my idea of what black people are or what with whatever this group is. So I feel like a lot of people that may have felt a certain way towards certain races, particularly mm-hmm. black people, they were able to put that aside because, like I said, they don't see me as full black. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just somewhere in the middle, so you're neutral, so you you're enough for me to tolerate to be friends with Mm -hmm. right so i feel like yeah i i've had to cut off like a lot of people and a lot Mm -hmm. of friendships because of that because their true colors and their opinions and their beliefs about certain things came out um and yeah yeah Yeah. i think you make such a very valid point it's like such a different perspective too and i remember you saying one we have a mutual friend yeah you know Shall we expose Say their name. Shall we expose him? He will not be named because he will not He doesn't gain. deserve. Don't give him the clout. He, he will not get clout <laughs> off of this mention. He's uh, got a very unique name. 
<laughs> he's easily findable. Oh, no. <laughs> Literally. Um, but the other person who happened to be, um, I don't know, a female, I guess is the way to identify her. Um, I'm not even sure what she is, <laughs> to be honest. Like, you know, race. She's or a human. Like she's, she's a human. But... I remember you telling me that she was, you know, posting these things that were so against your beliefs and really human beliefs and that <clears throat> you like, you know, blocked her or yeah. stopped being friends with her or whatever, like the action was on social media. And she obviously noticed right away, yeah. which makes you wonder, like, has she been stalking you or whatever? Like, or she wants yeah. you to see what she posed and that she yeah. messaged you right away. And it was yeah, just like... Yeah, she messaged me, like, as soon as I blocked her and she mm-hmm. was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know if something I said offended Ugh, you. Like, so come on. <laughs> that just tells me, like, you knew what you were saying yeah. was offensive to begin with, but it wasn't... There was nothing inside of you that stopped you from vocalizing that. But at the same time, it's like you almost want people to take that opportunity to show who they really are mm-hmm. and what they really think. Because otherwise, you just surround yourself with people that shouldn't be around you. Yeah. And people. you don't always have the opportunity to be like, hey, how do you feel about black people? How do yeah. you feel about gays? That's not just a conversation mm-hmm. that comes up. And I think... Maybe over the past year, we've realized maybe we should start having these conversations yeah. with people that we let into our inner circles because you're able yeah. to identify who doesn't deserve a yeah. seat at the table. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And touching upon that, I think that's also like a part of why we wanted to make this podcast because you do get a perspective of like from a single gay man and then you get a perspective from a mixed married woman and then you get Nidia's perspective of a Latina in a long distance relationship we'll talk about that like obviously in the future who's been to 87 countries <laughs> so we're like and you know, very culturally aware yeah we're like very like we have different thoughts and perspectives on and backgrounds on life it was like oh we should do this and we're always learning from each other Mm -hmm. and like besides obviously this podcast that we're recording we're literally always having these type of conversations when we're together like we joke around a lot but we can also be serious and i think that's what i love and appreciate about our friendship and i hope a lot more friendships out there are like this is that they can have those serious conversations that that there's no awkwardness around it and that it's okay yeah that's so true yeah so i hope your takeaway from this first episode is be appreciative of your friendships and next time you guys are together ask them how they feel about black people and (laughs) gay gay rights and And don't be afraid to cut people off man cut them off and call them out like if someone's bold enough to say something racist homophobic whatever in front of a group of people don't feel like oh i have to put them to the side and tell them no call them out exactly where they decided to act out yeah yes for sure it's time it's It's time's up time's up and time's up for this podcast so thank you guys for listening if you made it all the way through we got some real cool stuff coming up in the next couple weeks so stay tuned (laughs) ciao um i'm marco (laughs) say your name i think we know that I'm Beyonce, (laughs) also known as Shalissa, and I'm Kelly. (laughs) We have to do a good closing. That was good. That was good. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next time. It'll get better. It'll get better. We'll get better. We'll be as chaotic. Bye. Bye. Bye.